So here's the question. How do independent adjusters like us, who can't hide behind corporate logos, processes, and profit, who are spending our own money and reputation, how do we work in a way that lets us get work, assignments, deployments, and more income? Without wasting time or money in this world of insurance while standing out in the crowd. That is the question, and this podcast will help guide you to the answers. My name is Chris Stanley, and this is the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Join myself and other independents on the path to non-corporate success in the insurance industry. We are IAs. Welcome, IAs, to episode 38. I'm going to go over the number one tool today that every catastrophic auto-hail adjuster, that's a mouthful, uh, and the, the number one tool that is in our arsenal and the three steps to using it. For some of you, this may be new. For some of you, this will be a good refresher on really focusing in on what this tool can do for you, your career, and for the ease of estimate writing on hail estimates. So this tool is often overlooked and honestly, we take it for granted. We just think, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's part of the job, but understanding the proper use of this tool and what it can give you is actually the foundation to write accurate hail estimates without it. Uh, you'd be up the Creek without a paddle, just guess away. But the tool I'm talking about, I'm going to share with you and really dive into how to use it properly, but I've got to first let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Badger Mapping, and Badger Mapping to me is the very best mapping software I've ever found for us auto adjusters and appraisers. I'm sure the property guys love it as well, uh, but Badger Mapping is amazing if you have to plan multiple stops and organize your day. It has this amazing route optimization that handles my very least part of the job, which is deciding which claim comes first, which one's next, what time did I tell that customer, I don't remember. Well, Badger Mapping, you can take care of all your notes and everything inside of it. It could actually be your kind of uh, customer uh, relationship manager and your all-in-one tool if you work for multiple companies. It's great I encourage you to go check it out. You can get two free months of Badger Mapping for being an IAPath listener. That's two free months. All you have to do is go to IAPath.com Badger Mapping, sign up for the free trial, and follow the instructions to earn two free months. Okay, so I told you we're going to go over the number one tool us hail adjusters, auto hail adjusters, use in our job. And so that is the PDR matrix. That is the PDR or hail matrix, depending on whatever you call it. It's the piece of paper, the clipboard, that when you determine how many dents, all the different things that go into it that we're going to cover today, it gives you the price that that panel needs to pay a PDR technician uh, and what you need to put on your estimate to have an accurate estimate. And we overlook this a lot of times, honestly. We overlook it. We take it for granted. But this is the very basis as an auto hail adjuster of what you're doing. If you don't understand this, you're up the creek without a paddle. If you're new, pay attention. At the end, I'll tell you where you can get all the resources I'm going to give you to make this the easiest process you've ever done. So step one, the very first thing you got to do with a hail matrix is you got to determine the panel that you're looking at. So which part is it on the vehicle? 
which part are you actually talking about? And so I can give you this little tip, this clue of how to know instantly which part you're talking about, even if you don't know any parts of the car. And I don't know if you guys have heard my story, but I barely knew what the hood of a car was. I never changed my own oil. I couldn't have told you that it was called a fender or a quarter panel or a roof rail, which one was which. There's no chance. I didn't know any of the terms that are associated with auto damage appraising, auto adjusting. I had to learn. But there is a way to know which part you're talking about instantly, even if you don't know the names of the car. And how you do that is with a scope sheet. Okay, a scope sheet, the iPass scope sheet is like blocks and it represents the, the parts of the car. It looks like a car from an overhead view. So when you look at this, you could be standing on the right side of the car and you know you're looking at this strip of metal next to the roof. And all of a sudden you look and you see it's called a roof rail. Ah, I got it. I know what we're talking about. It's the roof rail. Oh, it's the right fender. But not only that, it also gives you kind of some clues of some things to look at to write a better estimate, which doesn't really relate too much to today's topic, but they are there, some different operations and parts that you guys uh, can use as a cheat sheet to guide you as you walk around the car. Do I need to look at this? Is there a flare? Is there a stripe? Different things like that that'll help make your job easier as an appraiser or an adjuster. So that's step one. You got to determine what panel you're talking about. So it, when you look at the PDR matrix, it's built on columns and different sections of the the sheet are um, first. The very first column is the panels that you're looking at. So the first thing is you'll see um, if you go download it at the end, I'll give you that resource. You go and you go. Uh, it goes up at the top. It starts with the hood. And it goes down, and you can go find the panel that you're looking for. So this very first step, step one, is to determine the panel you're talking about. So once you determine that that's the panel you're talking about, you know which line you're referencing on this PDR matrix. So that's step one. Step two, it's really not much harder. It's determining the count, how many dents are on that panel that you're talking about. This is important because... Most of what we do is pretty cut and dry. Determining the count of how many hail dents there are is a little bit trickier and a little bit harder to master. But listen, we've been counting as human beings for, I don't know, uh, a few millennials here. You know, the Chinese have been doing it with the little slider thing with little beads on it forever. So if they could do it with the little beads, we could do it looking in a panel. And I trust that you can count. If you're listening to this podcast, I guarantee you can learn how to count the dents um, on a panel, but understand this is a harder process than it sometimes sounds. It takes a while to master this, but let's get, let's look at this. So there's a, I've talked about it on the podcast. There is a technique you can use to increase your speed and increase your accuracy and make it not such a dramatic process to count the dents on the panel. It's called light bending. It's one of my favorite terms. I got to give the credit to Joseph Heidel, uh, right now, he currently works at High Tech PDR, but he's my best friend in the industry. And he kind of threw out this term doing a video for me called light bending. And what light bending is, is something we do as hail adjusters. We line up a hard line surface. Uh, let's say it's a power line or it's a overhead fluorescent light. You see a reflection in the hood or in the fender or in the roof. You see a hard line reflection. You could say, oh, I could see it clearly. 
and you start moving it around by bending your head, and when it goes all squiggly crazy when it hits a dent, you know you found a hail dent or some kind of dent. And once your eyes kind of get used to what you're seeing, you'll know what's hail and what's not. So as you move your head around, you're going to see one, two, three, four, five dents really fast, whereas before you might not have seen any. Maybe you saw one. So using this light bending technique and dragging that hard line reflection all over that panel, you can quickly count and more accurately count the panel on the vehicle. And it also helps you with the third step of this, but that's jumping ahead. So using that light bending technique, you get an accurate count. But I know what you're thinking. Chris, man, I, what if I'm wrong? <laughs> this is the most forgiving job I have ever been a part of. If I, uh, when I worked at Target, I was in charge of the bulk stockroom and I was in charge of uh, making sure our counts were right on the inventory. And let me tell you, they were not very forgiving. If you were two off or three off, you were, you were in trouble. If you were one off, you might have been okay. But in this, you could be as forgiving as 10 dents or more and you're still writing an accurate estimate. Let me, let that sink in. Let's say you had 17 dents counted. And there really was 27 dents. You still have written an accurate estimate. Chris, how is that? You've just blown my mind. How could I be 10 dents off and still right? The great news is the PDR matrix is very forgiving. So the second step is you determine the count. But it's not an exact count that the matrix uses. It is a dent range. So let's say you count 17 dents because you've got bad light, the sun's out, but really there's 27 dents. Well, if you look at the matrix, it's done by categories. 1 to 5 dents, 6 to 15 dents, 16 to 30 dents, and each of those ranges are the same price. They represent the same price. So if you have 17 dents counted and you determine the price for 17 dents on a hood, it doesn't matter if there's 27 or not because of the categories. If you had the category between 16 to 30, it doesn't matter until you hit 31 dents. It's so forgiving. So once you determine what category you fall into, it's time to move on to the third step. Oh, real quick. So number two is this count, right? What category of number of dents does it fall into? You'll see when you get the matrix that the two, the step two goes across the categories. It goes to the right. So number one was up and down. You determine what line you're talking about. But then you move to the right as far as the categories are to the right. And uh, the hood, the roof, and the deck lid, deck lid have additional categories down at the bottom of the matrix for higher dent counts. But don't get confused. Just know the hood uh, or the panel is up and down. And then the counts are to the right. You move to the right on this matrix, okay? So step three is determining the size of the dent. Now, the sizes of the dent are pretty familiar to you. But how you determine the size, it's not what you think. It's not count every single dent and determine, you know, how many of uh, this size or this size or this size you have. It's not even the average. It's the majority size that's on the panel. So let me go into that. How we size dents is with coin sizes. So if you've ever counted money as a kid, you can handle this step. Uh, now, here's the different sizes. Dime, nickel, quarter, and half dollar. Now, 
those are the sizes. You notice somebody's not being represented here. Abraham Lincoln is not represented. There's no pennies on the PDR matrix. So don't get fooled. Dime, nickel, quarter, half dollar are the different sizes. So once you know that, different PDR companies have magnetic um, or magnetic, they have magnets that represent the different coin sizes. So if you don't have those, you can still use real coin sizes and put it on the car to see how big is this dent. But here's a clue. Your eyes lie to you. Take it from me. My eyes lie to me. Your eyes lie to you. When you look at a dent and you see a nickel or a dime, it's probably a quarter. And why, why, how can you say that, Chris? Because when you look at the metal, how far the metal stretched, you generally don't see the full stretch of the metal. You see the most, the, the deepest impact point, and that's all you're noticing. That's all your eyes are seeing. But if you do the technique we were talking about earlier, light bending, you have a hard line reflection, and you move it really slow to, to see how big the dent is stretched, I challenge you, walk up to a dent, take a paint-safe marker, please don't damage the paint, and mark a hail dent that you see just in one second. Just mark where you think the boundaries are. Then do that light bending technique where you take a hard line reflection and you move it over that same dent and see how far that hard line bends around the circle. It'll it'll go on the outskirts of the circle and then see how far outside of your original assumption or your original guess at how much metal was bent, you'll see how your eyes lie to you, I promise you. It happens to me all the time. So you've, you, we then take those sizes and we choose the majority. So Chris, what do you mean by majority? I mean if there's 10 dimes, 10 nickels, and 11 half dollars, you have 31 half dollars. Okay, let me slower for those who might not major in math or don't want to calculate real fast. It's 10 dimes. Plus 10 nickels, that's 20. Plus 11 half dollar. So what's the majority? It's the half dollar with 11. And how many dents do we have total? 31 dents. So 31 half dollar size dents on the hood would be $450. Bam. That's how you use a matrix. It's three easy steps. It's as easy as one, two, three. One, you determine the panel. Two, you determine the count, and three, you determine the size of the dent. And each one of those steps is easy if you have the right tools. The first step, you use the scope sheet to cheat off of if you don't know the name of the panel, and that's how you find it on the matrix. Two, to determine the count, you use the either magnetic-sized uh, coins, or you just use a normal coin, and that's going to show your size. It's easy because it's coins. We're familiar with coins. Is that a dime or is that a quarter? Which one's it closer to? Is it a nickel? Is it a half dollar? You can do this. And then third, uh, and so that actually the count would be we've been counting, like I said, for thousands of years. So then number three, you could determine the size. So one, two, and three. So easy. Each step in and of itself is not hard. And this is the basics. I get that. There's something to master beyond this, but this is the start. If you can't do this, uh, you can't move on to the harder stuff. And trust me when I say most staff adjusters and most independent adjusters for insurance companies or IA companies alike, they do the basics. They could, If you could do this matrix right and just get the panel right, 
the count right, because most people don't, and then the size right, almost nobody does at first. If you can do those three things right, you're hugely far advanced to most adjusters in the hail side. Then as a bonus on the right side of the IAPATH matrix and most matrixes, there is uh, an add R&I column. So for you adjusters, if you are putting damage or a matrix uh, amount, a PDR amount, so that $450 on the hood, let's say, then you can look to the right and go, what else do I need to R&I for them to perform that $450 repair? What do I have to R&I or remove and install? What do I have to take off for them to be able to fix this? It tells you right to the right. You don't have to guess. It's a cheat sheet right there built in. So on the hood, for example, it says R&I the hood and the liner or the insulator. So all you do is click R&I hood and R&I insulator. And then you do your PDR for $450 either as a sublet repair line or a PDR line, a manual line. Just get it in there somehow. And all of a sudden, you've written an accurate panel and estimate for that panel with the correct operations and it's all on this sheet so chris that's great you 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 use these tools that i don't have you this is also natural to you i I, i'm lost I, i got lost and i don't have the scope sheet and i don't have a matrix so what am i supposed to do i want to learn this well it's easy all you do is go to hailadjustersplaybook.com that's hailadjustersplaybook.com you can get the scope sheet, the matrix, and my uh, book, the Hail Adjusters Playbook, the audio book there, absolutely free. So you you sign up, you get the, the audio book automatically, and then it'll also give you a link to go get the resources of the scope sheet, the matrix, or anything like that. Um, and it's got a few more goodies there too as well. So if you have any issues, email me, chris at iapath.com, but go to Hail Adjusters Playbook to get the scope sheet, the matrix, and my audiobook, The Hail Adjusters Playbook, absolutely free. Guys, I hope this was helpful. I hope you can see that you can master this. Those three easy steps. Yeah, of course there's more. There's some markup. There's some oversized dents. There's conventional repair. But this is the basic of hail repair. I can't tell you how many times I've seen staff insurance adjusters write nothing but what the matrix says. And they still have a job. So as an IA, if you do this right, you're far ahead of the game compared to most. Guys, until next time, keep walking your path. Oh, and go visit the HailAdjustersPlaybook.com to get the resources and the audiobook absolutely free. Guys, see you next time. Thank you very much.